0: Welcome back to another Thursday Night Bible Study with Heritage of the Saints Ministry. This week, we have our very own Minister Marion ministering this week's work. As we continue to explore the Bible, examining deliverance, God's way, we find hidden in the pattern of deliverance the development of prayer. Though we often look for instant relief and our problems to be swept away, God does not offer instant cures for our deliverance. He wants us to work through a personal process of growth from the inside out. It'll help us recognize our deficiencies and our need for help. Also, it will give us the strength that we need to take the steps towards deliverance when we cry out in prayer. The one who's accepted the most disciplined is the one who can be best fit to serve there's a breaking off of the behaviors the habits wrong thinking negative thoughts that deliverance seeks to accomplish so that we are prospering in our total being spirit soul and body third john 2 and 4 says that it wills that we be in health prosper even as our souls are prospering The soul, our inner man, must be trained to align with the word of God, his will, and his ways, so that the appropriate production of godly fruit, Galatians 5.22, is made manifest in our lives. Amongst the fruitfulness of connection to God, it'll be evident that we surrender and are submitting ourselves to God's plans and purposes. Jeremiah 29.11 says, I know the plans that I have for you, says the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you a hope and a future. Let me just tell you, it is to God and God alone that this can be accomplished. But guess what's required? The communication of the relationship. Prayer is our way of communicating with God. Through this communication, we are able to have the impartation the download and the upload to our being by the Holy Spirit for the accomplishing of these goals, for deliverance to take us into destiny. We need to have relationship with God. And two, through prayer, God's purposes are delivered into us. He's able to activate us, push our buttons for potential moving into the actualization. Of manifestation and demonstration. Destiny is awaiting each one of us. What a magnificent thing to be able to reach and live out. Let's get started. We are continuing in our examination and exploration of our Holy Bible for biblical truths regarding deliverance. Before we begin, I just want to go ahead and pray us into the session. So, Father, in the name of the Son, Jesus, we thank you that we're able to come together again. We ask, Holy Spirit, that you have your way in our meeting. Sit on the minds of all those who are on the line, those to come, and those in the future who will hear this broadcast. Open their minds. Open the scriptures to us. This is a mystery book, and we cannot do it with our natural minds. We need you, Holy Spirit, to reveal the things that are foolish to man, unto us, that we may grow into the fullness and stature of Christ that you have already made available to us. Through this session, Holy Ghost, let them hear the word of the Lord for deliverance. You not only deliver us from the snares, traps, and troubles of this life and in this world but you also deliver us from emotional hurts. You deliver us from our traumas. You deliver us from anything that's hindering us from being our best and better selves. So thank you for opening our minds, giving us the revelation, the knowledge and the insight that God does intend that we have the best of all that he has to offer. Let us grow in victory in strength, encouraging you. Trusting and relying on you, that you are the help that comes from the hills. Let us not lean on our own understanding this evening. Let us have ears to hear and eyes to see, and hearts prepared as good soil to receive your word as seed. Let it be nourished, let it be watered, and in due season, O Father, we know that you will bring forth a harvest. So it is in Jesus' mighty and matchless name, I pray. It is so. Amen. So this evening, we are going to actually open um, with Minister Marion. Uh, A few of our last sessions, we have touched on different components of deliverance and how deliverance is a tool in the hand of God, ultimately to deliver us to our best selves as he has created, created us to be according to Genesis 1. He said that we are created in his image and in his likeness. We get Christ as the embodiment and role model of the greatness to which we have been created. We have the word of the Lord, which is the holy scriptures and the words of the inspired prophets and apostles testifying that this word is spirit and life. John 663. But it has to be open to us by the Holy Spirit. He is the Spirit of God. It is the um, portion of God, the man of God that abides here in in the world. It is the moving power, the resurrecting power that allows us to have the revelation, the insight, the understanding that we need of scripture so that we can be successful, triumphant, and victorious in this life. So to get us started, um, we are this session and the next session, I believe, we are working in the hidden patterns in deliverance. So, Minister Marion, if you'll do us the honor.
1: Okay. Um, We're gonna look at deliverance through prayer. And I just
2: wanted to reiterate the definition of deliverance. Deliverance is the action of being rescued or set free. Also, it's a format or authoritative utterance. Deliverance requires intimacy with God which is number one, number two, obedience, and number three, time in his word. Okay. The authoritative utterance of deliverance is through prayer. And praying is authoritatively uttering God's word and authoritatively uttering his word brings deliverance, especially liberation,
1: being set free and rescued. Okay. So. Okay. One of the the roots of a
2: our, um, I'll say compulsive behavior is buried pain. And, and God says for us to cast all of our burdens on him and he will give us rest. And how do we cast our burdens on him? We do that through prayer. And mark 11, turn to Mark chapter 11. And I have it here in the NIV. Okay. 11, 1 through 10. And this is when Jesus made his triumphant entry on the donkey Um, as he approached Jerusalem. They came to the towns of Bethpage and Bethany on the Mount of Olives. Jesus sent two of them on ahead and asked them to go in the village and to retrieve this donkey. And um, so forth and so on. Uh, if anyone asked, you know, what they were doing, just tell them that the Lord needed it and would return
1: it soon. But the point I wanted to make through these
2: scriptures in Mark 11 was that <clears throat> as we suffered the pain of our our need for deliverance, we often look for instant relief. We we wish someone would come and sweep all our problems away, okay? And the Judeans here were expecting the same kind of deliverance from their Messiah. They wanted a glorious political king on a war horse to ride into Jerusalem and sweep the Romans out of power. Instead, Jesus came riding on a lowly donkey in peace. God does not offer instant cures for our deliverance. He wants us to work through a process of personal growth from the inside out. And He helps us recognize you know, our sins and our need for help. And he gives us that strength to take the necessary steps for deliverance. Okay, so we have to recognize our need for help, number one. And when we cry out to him, he gives us that strength to take the necessary steps toward our deliverance. <clears throat> Excuse me. I just wanted to make a point that our soul's greatest value is in serving and not in ruling. So there are, are um, actually uh, three parts to us as a human being. Okay. The one who has accepted the most discipline is the one who can serve, best serve. Because the more one is broken, the more sensitive he can be. And the more loss one has suffered, the more he has to give, okay? Okay, now, before God, the merits of, of our cases are determined not so much by whether our deeds are right or wrong, but whether our spirit is right or wrong. Okay. So, going back to us and how we have to be broken and why we are um I'll see if I can describe it so you can draw a picture if you like. Okay. We are first put at the top Holy Spirit of the Lord God Almighty. Then you can draw a line. This is how we have to align ourselves. <clears throat> Correctly align ourselves. Then from the Holy Spirit is our spirit our spirit is our soul, which is our mind, our will, and our emotions. Underneath our soul is our body. We are body, soul, and spirit. So the outermost man is our body. The outer man is our soul, our mind, will, and emotions, and the inner man is our spirit, but all of us has to be broken in order to um, really receive uh, the deliverance from God. Okay, you see, so, so the Holy Spirit is on top, Our spirit underneath that, our soul under our spirit, and our body submitted and underneath our soul. Okay, so we must say and confess, speak to our bodies, mind, soul, and spirit, and tell them, body, submit to soul. Soul, submit to spirit. Spirit, submit to the Holy Spirit of the Lord God Almighty and him alone, okay? Because we have to be broken to do the Lord's work, we have to be broken to be delivered, and we have to be broken to have a relationship with him, which is number one. And the reason we have to be broken is because God is spirit. And we must worship him in spirit and in truth, not by the flesh. See, our minds do not have the ability or capacity to communicate with God. And if we are not able to communicate with him, we are not able to have a relationship with him. Remember, communication is very important in any and all relationships that we have. So we have our bodies, mind, will, and emotions, and our way of thinking and doing things that must be crucified. We must be put to death. We must be submitted unto God so that we have right alignment because our natural minds count the things of God as foolishness. The things of the spirit do not make sense to our natural, carnal, unrenewed minds. So remember the correct alignment for us in order to receive from God and hear from God and understand and be empowered to obey him is body, submit to soul, soul, submit to spirit, spirit, submit to the Holy Spirit of the Lord God Almighty and him alone. Okay. And so if you want to write that prayer down where you you get yourself in right alignment so that you can receive from God and hear him and the Holy Spirit can give you direction and understanding. Body, submit to soul. Soul, submit to spirit. Spirit, submit to the Holy Spirit of the Lord God Almighty and him alone. Okay. Our outermost man, our body, and our soul, my will, and emotions, which is our outer man, as I said, they must be broken. Also, our inner man, because the Holy Spirit, God's Spirit, cannot um, um, rightly come through. I mean, when we try to do, minister to others and, and share the gospel and, 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 and be re- rescued by God through our spirit, It's not um, going to be pure. Our, Our own spirit has to be submitted to the Holy Spirit so that he can speak through us. That is God in us. Okay. Lest the grain of wheat be broken and planted in the ground, it will not produce other wheat or fruit. In order for the seed to produce fruit, the seed has to be broken and, and germinated to produce fruit. Do you remember the little science experiment you might've done in uh, maybe elementary school where you had a seed and you put it in the wet paper towel, and you put it in the dark and, and, and so that it would germinate and then it would sprout and then it would grow and produce fruit. This is the process that we must go through in order to um, um, be able to allow the Holy Spirit to come through and deliver us, okay? So the scripture says, I am crucified with Christ, yet I live. Yet it's not I who lives, But the Christ within me lives through me, producing the fruit through me. And that is the same with us. We don't have to try to produce the fruit. Love, joy. This is in Ephesians 5, the fruit of the spirit. Love, joy, peace, faithfulness, goodness, kindness meekness and self-control. We, you never see a fruit tree. Have you ever seen a fruit tree? Saying, ooh, ooh, I gotta produce some oranges. Come on, oranges, come on, oranges. Come on, come on, come on, oranges. No, God takes care of all of the trees. He takes care of birds. You don't see birds flying around wondering, oh Lord, What are we going to eat today? Where where, where are we going to find food? No. But guess what? God considers us, you and me, of much more value than even the sparrows, even the birds. So he takes care of us. That is his promise. He will take care of us. But we need to be submitted to him. And it's important, number one, to have a relationship with him to uh, be able to receive and have that deliverance. So remember, for us to know him as father, I, I, I can't come to your house and call your dad and say, hi, dad, because... I don't have a relationship with him, but you do. And it's the same with God. We have to have a relationship with him. And then it says, when we are saved, we accept Jesus as our savior. He gives us the power to become sons and daughters of Okay. So that It's very important. And number one, a relationship with him. And not just saying I'm saved and I go to church and I read my Bible and I pray. It's a relationship. And a relationship requires time with him in his word, time with him in his presence, communicating with him, obey what he tells you. Okay. So are there any questions or comments or anything thus far? OK, well, I, I will move forward with, if, um,
1: where's the book, uh,
2: Okay, well, Glow will have the book um, that the breaking of the spirit and the spirit coming forth um, comes from. And that's um, Dr. Nee. N-E-E. Watchman Knee. Okay, movie for with... Um, prayer, okay? We must have a personal secret relationship um, at home. Now, God already knows our needs and prayer is not an informational session. The Lord's prayer is like a Guide that we we must have relational conversation
1: with God. All right, John Fifteen Verse Seven. Excuse me, Matthew,
2: Mark, Luke, John Fifteen. Verse seven, but if you remain in me and my words remain in you, you may ask for anything you want and it will be granted. Wow. So God says you can ask anything. You remain in him. He remain in you. You can ask whatever you wish and it will be granted you. So if you go down to verse nine and it says, as the father has loved me, so have I loved you. Now remain in my love. Um, Verse nine of the the Lord's prayer says our father so remember it's our father we're not only children so it's important for us to be a functional relational part of the body of Christ of God's church We are in relation with each other. We are all here. God is our father. We are all sisters
1: in Christ.
2: We are all related and we are here for each. God wants us to approach him relationally as a father. Not way out there as God, but relationally as daddy. I'm a father. Daddy God, that's just how God
1: loves us.
2: Now, um, fathers show up to protect their position, their provider, and they provide protection. What God does, he is our provider and our protector. Now, um, this is um, critical. Our father, which art in heaven. God, our heavenly father is not bound by the limitations of time and earth and space. Our earthly fathers, you know, they are limited by these conditions, but our heavenly father is not limited or bound by by these things. So when we say our heavenly father,
1: he is much different from our earthly father.
2: Okay, now even Jesus walked in fellowship with God. Let's look at John 20, verse 17. Flip over to chapter twenty. Verse seventeen.
1: No, that's not where I wanted
2: to. Don't cling to me, Jesus said, for I haven't yet ascended to the Father. But go find my brothers and tell them I am ascending to my Father and your Father, to my God and your God. Yes, that's it. Because He is our Father. We are now brothers and sisters we are heirs of christ he said our father our god he is my god he is your god he is my father he is your father so ephesians 2 6 god wants us he wants you and me to have the same relationship that he had with Jesus, the same intimate relationship that he had with Jesus, he desires to have with us.
1: Ephesians 2, six. Uh, okay.
2: verse 6 and God raises us up with Christ and seated us with him in the heavenly realms in Christ Jesus. So he wants the same relationship that Christ had for us to have with him because he seated us in the heavenly places with Christ. Okay, so prayer is God's kid. We are his kids, his children, talking to his dad. A kid talking to his dad. That's what prayer is. So, Paul in Ephesians calls spiritual warfare the evil day. And when we are in need of a deliverance, it, it, we are in that evil day. Um, that, that's when like all hell breaks loose on us. We're under major attacks. Um, our hopes are being dimmed. Our world is being shattered and, and, and we desperately need deliverance. Um, so Paul says that on that day, in uh Ephesians is it two verse 10, that normal stuff, you know, you, you know when we're in that day uh, in need of deliverance that, that the normal stuff it doesn't work. And, and on that day, what do we need? We need the supernatural help. So when we're under spiritual attack and we're under spiritual assault, And our lives are being attacked. And and we have two vital things from the spiritual realm to make it through that evil day or, or, or when we're in need of deliverance. When our world is being shaken, he says what? Stand firm. Stand firm. Stand firm. Don't quit. Don't give up. Don't run away from God. That's the time to run through him. Cry out to him. He hears you. He's listening to deliver you. He's faithful. He said he would never leave us or forsake us. No, never. He reiterated it. He wouldn't leave us or forsake us. So we have to cry out to him. Okay. Um, how, how do we put on Christ? Cause, Cause our n- natural things are not gonna not gonna cut it, not gonna make it I'm through this. Our our flesh and blood, our um, 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 bodies, our wills, our emotions not gonna gonna give us for for one thing we don't wrestle against flesh and blood we're wrestling against principalities and 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 powers
1: of darkness so flesh doesn't fight spirit okay
2: flesh doesn't beat you gotta fight spirit with spirit Okay. And, and, and as Glo has highlighted, for our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. So it's not the people <laughs> that we see that we're fighting against the spirit behind them okay so we have to put on christ and the way that we do that okay well and if let me back up a minute i'm getting ahead of myself okay so when we're in that time we have to run to god not away from him and in ephesians 5 he says stand and put on the armor okay? Finally, be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes, okay? And and, and skip down to 14. Stand firm then, and then he he goes through the different pieces of the armor, and it's all, all God's Armor that he gives us. So, the way that we put on Christ is to be centered on Jesus. And how do we do that? We have to have that relationship with him. We have to spend time in his word and pray. Okay? We do that by praying with all prayer and petition. Pray at how many times? Sometime, when you think about it, when you remember. No. The scripture says pray at all times. You know, that's that's how we, the way we put on Christ, you know, that's how we utilize him to equip us to win the battles, to be delivered, you know, Um with prayer put them on with prayer so now remember i said prayer is relational remember prayer is relational communication with god so we must know him to be in relationship with prayer with him we got to know god and so that requires us spending time with him, okay? Okay, now in the first 18, and pray in the spirit, what, what does that mean? Pray in the spirit. The role of the spirit is to deliver
1: the mind, To deliver the mind of God.
2: First Corinthians 2, 9 and 10. When you're in the evil day and in need of deliverance, you know, mama can't help you. Daddy can't help you. Auntie, sister, brother. The people can't help you. You need the supernatural
1: to enter into the natural. Okay, Okay. verse
2: nine, however, as it is written, what no eye has seen, what no ear has heard, and what no human mind has conceived, the things God has prepared for those who love him. These are the things God has revealed to us How? By his spirit. Spirit searches all things, even the deep things of God. That's why we have to be so the
1: spirit
2: can reveal these things to us. Okay? So we have to remember we need to be in and be operating in the realm of the spirit. Not entering and exiting the mindset of the spirit. Oh hey God, what's up? You know? Just checking in with you, okay, but be back later. up here and do my thing. And then come back. Okay, God, I'm back. No.-hmm. No, our goal. And, and, and in order to please God and what He wants for us to think, the mind of Christ, have the mind of Christ, our minds to be renewed. That's why our, our outermost man, our body, and our outer man, mind, will, and emotions broken. Mind has to be renewed by the word. Okay, So that we're walking in the spirit. We're battling in the spirit. Uh, The spirit, the Holy Spirit can speak to us. We have that sweet relationship with Jesus. So we can
1: just, as our daddy at all times. So cry out to God and
2: trust God, make walking in the spirit a lifestyle, not just a visit, make it a lifestyle. You know, when there's there's uh, someone that you'd like to get to know, you don't know this, introduce yourself to them, and you want to get to know them more, so what do we do? We spend time with them getting to know them. We say we love God. How much do we know him? Because someone that you really love, you just want to know everything about. Oh, what's the color of his eyes? Oh, what's his favorite color? Oh, what kind of flowers does she like? Oh, what's her favorite ice cream? You know, you want to know things that everyone doesn't know about that person. So this is the re, re, requiring relationship with God. Not, okay, I'm gonna read my Bible. Oh God, what no eye has seen, what no ear has heard, and what no human mind has,
1: no, 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 relationship. This is, the Bible is God's love letters.
2: And so we are reading his love letters too. Yes, and his promises. And then when we're we're communicating with him, you're like, God, you know what? God, look, look, in verse nine of First Corinthians 2, you said that what no eye has seen and what no ear has heard and what no human mind has conceived the things of God, those things that you prepare for those who love you. Oh, God, thank you for preparing the, you know, repeat his word back to him. So I pray that I uh, receive these things. Show me how to be prepared to receive those things. All these, these are the things that you, have revealed to us by your spirit. Okay, Father, we need to see them, these things that you revealed to us. Okay, so we're speaking his word back to him. This is the most beautiful love relationship that you ever had. God is faithful, faithful, faithful. God is love. There is no other way for him to be. So why not be in a relationship with a loving father who is our provider? He's our rock. He protects us. He provides for us. He delivers us. And when we need deliverance, we speak his word. Oh, familiar. We, we we know him. Now, not saying that we could ever exhaust our knowing of God because he is so multifaceted and so great and so wonderful and good. We could never, ever know all. Uh, but he wants us to do knowing him. So cry out to him and trust him. Make walking in the spirit thou. You know, when we make contact with God, he changes our perspective in that evil day. We don't have to uh, um, um, say we've lost a loved one. We don't have to grieve without hope. That's what the word said. Because we have the hope of them being resurrected and of seeing them again if they were believers. So connect your prayer, the word, with your doing. Um, That's what we get in the word, speak it. Back. You're just talking with your daddy. Daddy, because he already knows. You know, God, I, I'm not really feeling this today. I'm not sure what's going on because he already knows. So I have to be honest with him. He just wants us. It's important for us to tell him because he is such a good God a loving God that he's not going to, if we don't want it, make
1: us. Okay. So, now because it's
2: um spirit, the goal of our prayer is to get heaven to make a statement on earth. So because our our heavenly heavenly father, remember I said it is in heaven. Christ is seated in the heavenly place. We are seated with him but we have some things going on on earth. We want our prayers not to make god do anything to move god but it's to get heaven to make a statement on earth asking god to make his will in heaven be on be done on earth okay so it's a lifestyle prayer is a lifestyle and not an event it requires relationship spending time with him Knowing God, just talking with Him. It, it, it is um, like when you have a passport and you go into a new country. Um prayer is our passport um, to enter in, into that dimension. So, so prayer is designed to give us permission. To leave the physical and enter spiritual. Okay. And God says in Isaiah 65, 24, when we are crying to him for deliverance, it's before you
1: call. Sorry about that. Sixty-five twenty-four.
2: Before they call, I will answer. While they are still, I will hear. So before we even call, God is answered. So we don't pray to get Him to do something we pray to get what he is already done pulled down to earth remember this the story of jesus with with the the um uh the five thousand where he feeds them with two fish and five barley loaves um they brought the two fish and the five loaves they brought the fish and the loaves did Jesus, and what did Jesus do? He prayed. He prayed. He prayed. Because, see, he needed a supernatural. You can't feed 5,000 people with a couple of fish and five uh, little loaves of bread. So he prayed, and the supernatural
1: came.
2: And when they looked up, Everybody was eating. They break it off and pass it out. And all the people ate until they were full. And they even had baskets of leftovers left over because Jesus prayed and the supernatural entered. Okay, so we have to pray to get God's will done on earth. God didn't want those people to go. So Jesus prayed. God's will was done. People were fed with much leftover. James uh, says, is is anyone suffering? So we're suffering and need deliverance. What we do? We do. It says we must pray, okay? So anytime we have any kind of pain, that's always an invitation to
1: pray, okay? God, let's prayer um, bring you
2: to get... Uh, um, I can even read my own writing here. God, lets prayer...
1: And then to get more prayer from us. Okay, I can't read my
2: writing, but um, God loves to hear from his children. He loves to hear from us. You know how when you were a kid, you you uh, get your knee or your elbow, what, mommy, mommy. And mommy took care of it. God wants us. Any little pain. Anything. He wants to be in every part of our life. To deliver us from. It doesn't matter what it is. What we've done. What we're doing. He wants. And desires.
1: From us. So. Pray. Always communicate with
2: God. Have that ongoing connection in every area of our lives because that's what he desires. If you're sick and you don't have to be maybe physically sick, sick means you're weary of. You've been beaten down. You've been torn down. From the floor up, you toe up. You just... I'm tired, I'm weary, I'm sick and tired. You know, I'm sick and tired of the stuff. I'm in need of deliverance. I'm not sure that I'm gonna make it. I wanna throw in the towel. It says, call on the elders. So that show you need other folk that can cry out on your behalf when you are not able to. Okay, so it says, Go to the elder. There was a time when I was told up from the floor in depression, couldn't pray for myself. I couldn't. So I called on Glow. And she said, Miss Mary, you got to get up. You got to get up out of the bed. You got to change your position. You got to change your posture.
1: Lift your hands and pray. And she cried out to God on my behalf until I could.
2: So call on your brothers and sisters to help you in your time of need. You got God who already knows and sends the answer before you pray. When you can't pray for yourself, call on your brothers and sisters. Have some people in your arsenal that can pray, that know how to pray, that can call on God for you. Okay? It happens to all of us. In 2 Corinthians 1, Paul wanted to
1: throw in the towel. He needed God to lift him up. Okay? Okay.
2: So there was, I want to make this point and then I'm going to close for tonight. There were these people, these adults who were praying for rain because it hadn't rained in a long
1: time. And they were in a drought. So they were praying for rain. And It didn't rain. And this little boy,
2: he came out and he was praying for rain.
1: And it rained. Know why it rained when the little boy prayed?
2: When he came out to pray for rain, he brought an umbrella. He prayed with expectation. You gotta pray in faith,
1: expecting God to answer. All right. So pray with expectation answers. Thank you for letting me share.
0: Amen. Amen. That was good. I have notes. I have notes. I have notes.